This is um, uh, Man Cave Beyond, episode three. Episode four. Cruel. Sorry, episode three. Episode three. It, don't how dare you contest! <laughs> <laughs> no, um, obviously we, we've kind of missed a week, so obviously I can understand a bit of disappointment, and I understand if people are a little bit mad of maybe from from a one viewer. Yeah, the one viewer from uh, Geneva, obviously, apparently kicked his cat so hard that the Wi-Fi went off. Um, but no, I, I don't know. We're, we're back this week. Um, I brought notes this week, but then now I'm looking at them and I don't know how relevant they are. So I don't know if it's the sort of thing you can just let flow or whether it needs structure. So we'll see. Um, the last two, the last two we've ended up a bit drunk on. So I think this week might be in the right direction if, if we've got a bit of sobriety. Um, three cans in. I'll just tell you something. Now. Well, it'll be half sobriety. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, three, I'm, I'm three bottles in. Oh, yeah? It'll be one one part sobriety. <laughs> See, you've just started this off with a flat-out lie, have you? <laughs> I actually said those words whilst looking at the empty bottles and just being like, you're just a fucking, like, you are a piece of shit. Oh, when you're trying to hide it, that means you're an alcoholic, mate. Uh, no, I'm only having like a, a couple tonight because obviously um, it's a weeknight. And I think um, episode two's climax was um, anti-climax. No, do you know what? It's just, it's one of those things. And if, you, if you're drinking podcasting, um, you will end up blabbering on. So... How's everybody's week been? Aye. Sound. Fucking yeah, hell. Right, aye, it's been kind. Mill, you, been... you uh... No, no, go, go. I was just going to say, I've been working six days a week for the past, like, month. So, that's awful. Aye. I've still not been at work since the 14th of December, and it's March next. Mm. It's not all it's cracked up to be, you know. Oh, I'd have an amazing time. Oh, you would, but I'm not like you. You've got no kids, but um, I've got two dogs, all... which are harder to look after. Well, well, that that's a dispute for a whole other time. <laughs> yeah, I only have one, but um, no, I don't know. It's just different. I, I always think like, what the fuck did I do when I was younger? I had so much time. Like, I can't even remember what it's like to get in from work and be like, hmm, I might just make myself a coffee and sit down and look at my phone. You just cry, Wang. No, it's it's like militaristic, man. Like you, you finish, you finish work, get home, and it's just like now do this and do that and fuck it. Oh and my you, god! You take it for granted, don't you? Uh you forget. You just like like when we used to just get up and like skateboard and like not even care. No, and you'd be like, oh, I might get something to eat later. Or I uh... might get. Whereas now it's just like, oh my god, have I fed the kid and have I got enough money and have I got it's crazy being an adult. Yeah. Fucking crazy. You understand, don't you, why like your parents were so fucking like messed up and short. Like when you were younger, you're like, God, my dad's a right dick. I always thought that. I was like, fucking honestly, I've got no title now. I'm like, oh right, I kind of get it. Maybe I was a dick. You're finally like you were like, you don't understand me, Dad. And now you're like, I fucking understand you. That um no but I I don't know I just think one day I'm gonna just knock on my dad's door and he'll answer and I'll look into his eyes and he'll look into mine 
and I'll say nothing and I'll just <laughs> just drop trial <laughs> and I'll, I'll just be like oh I get it now dad I get it you were right uh, I get why you were the way you were the world is a terrible place it's a fucking cesspit but there is also much good name it's one like, um, name one thing <laughs> name, name one good thing um, off the top of my head, um, vacuum cleaners. <laughs> the high quality ones. Just any. Without them, where would we be? I don't know. I've never used one for like about three years. Hmm. Probably be out beating rugs on the street like that's what we'd be doing. <laughs> Fucking... Just unfitting your carpet and carrying it out into like some fucking big open place and just literally fucking just you and this one other guy you see every Tuesday just belting the nine foot of carpet just being oh god. god remember vacuum that that should be an episode of um, Black Mirror just where there's no vacuum there's just no vacuum cleaners anymore there's just people just meet in one place and belt carpets and say nothing to each other sounds <laughs> like a thrilling episode like well I think just like drive where they just stare at each other like oh. uh, drive where there's like four lines of dialogue but like less of this there's, there's not even like music all there is it's just like it's just the repeated beating of like a man belting woven wool or whatever carpets are made out of it I sounds like, like something like the sea at the Baltic just one of their weird films just I went to the Baltic recently uh, it's art that's yeah. it's not art like some, someone had just set a fucking mattress on fire, took photos of it. One of them wasn't even in focus. One of them, that's in an art gallery, right? Not one, right? Someone got paid money and someone is classed as an artist to do this. It's the sort of thing that, you know, if you took a picture on your phone, you'd be like, oh, well, that's fucking, it's not even in focus. You just delete it off. It's useless. It's in an art gallery. That's what I did for my A-level photography. I just smashed a fucking old television with a hammer and took pictures of it. Like, And I bet I, I bet you they're like, oh, God, he's a future artist. <laughs> I failed photography because I didn't do anything. I was, about to do like, I was about to do like books of research and stuff. And I was like, well, I just thought about doing it, so I did it. And she was like, yeah, but you have to do a book about why you didn't. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> you don't t- I'm an artist. You don't <laughs> tell me. I, I've just smashed a telly up. I'm an artist. That was a crack. Like I was like, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be about fucking exploring your horizons <laughs> and finding your fucking inner eye and stuff like that. And he has you telling me I've got to make a little fucking scrapbook. So I'm not fucking twelve for my Pokemon stickers. Do you know what should have done? Should have just said you, but look, I made one, but through art, I decided to burn it. That's when I got kicked off MySpace because I uploaded loads of my pictures that I took for photography, and it was like. Racking up fake lines of coke and like making heroin needles and cooking fucking, uh, cooking um like hot chocolate on a spoon and stuff and taking photos of it and then I got kicked off MySpace for um drug paraphernalia. Justin Timberlake was like, "Oh no, we won't have none of that." <laughs> this oh. was this was pre Justin Timberlake then. Was it? God. Yeah. Nah, I thought the Baltic was a piece. Uh, wait. There's some stuff where you're like, oh, this is good. Like, there was one floor I went on, and there was just, like, like an absolute rave. And there was just, like, gravel everywhere. 
And then there was like a giant fucking 20 foot cut with like lasers or something. I don't know if those lasers shooting out of its eyes. I might be like, exa- you know, like remembering it's something exaggerative prism, but I was just like, what the fuck is happening here? I was like, this is amazing, this. And then the rest of it was just people setting buckets and mattresses on fire. And that was it. <laughs> it's hit or miss. Like sometimes you'll go and there'll be some amazing stuff. Like there was this one once, I know this sounds sad as fuck, right? But it was just like, it was a piece of string. But like it went all the way around the like this entire like the entire studio like the entire thing was just this one piece of string and it could follow it, like all the way around. But it was like wrapped around stuff and going on like mad patterns and stuff like that. But it was all like one singular piece of string and that was mental. And then there was another one that someone had done and they made um houses, like you know like dolls houses and they just like put pictures of um Bill Murray, all over them. But like. Every single house was um like based on a film that Bill Murray had starred in. So like you had like um you had like buildings from Wes Anderson films and it was like a Ghostbusters building and stuff. That was See, really that's cool. Good. That's good because it's got like meaning and stuff, whereas like I there was one room where there was just a, a pile of um empty wine bottles and beer bottles in a circle. And I thought if that's art, I'm the fucking biggest artist ever every weekend. I fucking tip my ass. <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking, like, well, fucking hell. I was like, every fucker in, in a council estate's an artist, if that's the fucking... Hey, that's like a classist now. Oh, I'm not. I live in a council estate. You own a house in a council estate. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it kind of does, mate. But no, I thought it was, a, it was a council house once, right? I think I think if you're on the council, you've got it better, mate. Wait, depends how wealthy you are. You did it, um, you shot a, a wedding mill, is that right? Yeah. I don't mean you, I don't mean like you I, murdered. I just uh, I just lost it and went in. <laughs> Fucking weddings, weddings are shit. How was it? I was kind of like, um, it's quite uh, fast paced, but it was good. I recorded a wedding once. Did you? Yeah. I got really, um, really shit-faced and kept turning the camera off instead of on. And then, <laughs> I, and, and, then I, and then I passed out before the evening, do so I didn't even know. So many. <laughs> worst photographer ever? No, I literally was the worst photographer ever, mate. Were you like, actually it, like... Were no, you I, wasn't, I wasn't hired to do it. It was my lass's sister. Oh, and she, and, and she, she asked us to like film all the main bits. And there was about five minutes of usable footage. Like, I just had I had visions of like you, you know, like you, like the hired photographer, just the, the fucking bright and groom, just crying and that. Like, well, what's he doing? He's fucking missing. <laughs> me just me just throwing empty bottles of red wine around, uh, and just pulling my fucking shirt up and screaming uh, at the sky. Someone walking over the bride, being like, "Madame, the um, photographer has soiled himself. Uh, that's going to ruin the life, like." The, the right. photographer, the photographer was trying to take the wedding pictures, and apparently they, um, they turned round. And I just had a brother in a headlock, and we were just rolling around on the floor like. You fuck it. You are that person, Vince, aren't you? Oh, you're, that, you're that person, unless like, I quite know you, but I think you're that person who turns up somewhere, and like, you you know, like, someone who meets you for the first time just probably thinks, "Fuck, I hope I never see him again." All right. So the moral of the story is, Andy, don't invite us to your wedding. I uh, fuck it. Oh, yeah. My my <laughs> wedding, my wedding was meant to be last August, 
got cancelled. Cancelled? I lost money and everything on that. Oh. Uh, Why did it get cancelled? Because pregnancy or what? Nah, we had, a, we had a wee pregnancy. Like, I kind of forgot to pull out. Or if I did, it was just in, in vain. I'm, um, and I'm not, I'm not coming on here and just saying something that I wouldn't say to Sam as well. I, I, I don't really like weddings and stuff, mate. Nah, I don't like weddings. That's why I always end up a mess. Because I just, I just like yeah. drink out of nervousness. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't like that kind of social environment. It's like, uh, all right, I've, I've got... I've, right. I've got to be really sound here, so I'll just get as shit faced as possible and avoid everyone. Yeah. It wasn't so bad, um, like, recording it, because then you're behind the camera, so you don't have to talk to people. God, I'd still be a wreck. I turn up (laughs) to, like, someone's wedding that I don't even know, and my anxiety is bad. I'm like, there's just so much expected of me. But you know, like all you gotta do is sit there and like buy a few drinks and maybe engage in conversation with someone. And like the night before, I'll be like, "Oh my god, like this is such a heavy burden. I don't know just how basic- I'm gonna get through this." Basically, like, all you've got to do is not be a cunt. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like that's too much of me. Uh, just for like, oh, like the last wedding I went to, I got um, what do you call it? I um, fucking the night before. I drank a bottle of wine and a few cans and I was absolutely hung over the fuck in the morning and Sam was uh, pregnant and that. And we all went down to like um, Concord, which is like sort of like the local like um, strip where there's like loads of bars and stuff like takeaways. It's like a town centre. The best takeaway I've ever been to is always in Concord, mate. Uh, it was all right. So we all went down there and we met in Weatherspoons, and everybody else was like dressed up and everything and then... Um, like they were like drinking cat there uh, pints and stuff early morning, and I was just like fucking. I, I think I even went upstairs and white eating with a spoon's toilets at like half eight in the morning or something. I was just like, Ugh. I was like fucking. I feel terrible here, and like I think I eventually got myself a pint and it just fucking done us in. And then the uh, the taxi came. And it was like this big minibus because it was like loads of going. It was like somewhere in Northumberland, and uh, all this taxi driver must have seen is like me. <laughs> Fucking like literally getting carried by Sam on a morning. Like she was like, you know, like making sure I got in the taxi. All right, I was absolutely ill. Just got in the fucking taxi, stripped off to like literally be shirt unbuttoned it as much as I could, and just went to sleep all the way there. And then I went to the wedding, and Sam was like, "Please don't leave us today. Don't do this and don't do that." And I got there. And I was like, "Oh, it's a lovely venue. This, like, fantastic." And like, you know, like when you're all civilized and everything like that, and and then. Like the wedding happened, and then it, it's it seemed to take it probably didn't, but it seemed to take ages for you know the canapes and stuff to come. And I I, I drank like about three pints by this point. And I was like fucking hell. I was like I'm back on it here. Yeah. And then by the time we had a meal and everything, I was just absolutely obliterated, like fucking away with it. And then by the end, I let I left Sam for an hour, even though she said don't leave us. I um, I went missing. I rang me mate a few times, and I was just talking to him about like I don't know much about politics. I was talking to him about Jeremy Corbyn and that. I was like, what the fuck? And then you're um, another people. I I was like I just what, forgot I was on the wedding. I probably I probably tried. Who did who did you ring? I rang Chris. I think I'd been talking. Oh, you to rang Chris, Chris about, did you? I, well, it was it was relevant when I rang him about. Oh, and, uh, and then I, I and then I, I nicked uh, nicked two bottles of wine from the bar somehow, 
and then have a vino in it, which is an app where you can check your wine to see how good it is and see what ratings people have left on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I nicked a bottle of wine and then vinoed it, then ran along because I was like, it's a four. I've never found a bottle of wine in this app that's a, rated a four. I was just running around the bar like, it's a four, it's a four. And then just started like drinking it, with, like having it with people. And then... um. And then I went missing for ages. I, I vaguely remember talking to somebody at what I thought was a chip van. And I, and I thought I'd been eating like a portion of chips or something. And then um, and then the next day I knew, I woke up the next day and it was and I was in my bed. And Sam wouldn't speak to us. Um, so you couldn't even find a, out what happened? No. Nah, apparently there'd been a, a fight on the bus with like loads of people in our group. Um, and you um, at the centre of it again. No, no, I have nothing to do with me. Apparently, it was just like people, people were like arguing on the bus on the way back. But like Sam, Sam was having a go, and she was just like, "You fucking left me all night. You made an absolute arse of yourself, like this and that." And then she was like, um, "That taxi driver who picked me up this morning watched me heavily pregnant carry you onto the minibus this morning, absolutely stinking, hungover, drunk, and then watched me carry you absolutely fucking mortal back on it the night like, <laughs> last night." <laughs> And he just passed out on it. He's like, honestly, I've never had looks of pity like it. Like to he must have been thinking, what an absolute arsehole this bloke is. He's an absolute waste of space. And then, so I just was like, oh fuck this, I'm not putting up with this shit. So I just got in the car and I, um, I drove. I drove down to McDonald's and I got five chicken selects and I pulled over and McDonald's started eating. I started eating these chicken selects and just realised I was absolutely fucking mortal. I was just sitting in the car park and I went to sleep for about an hour. And then I went and picked one of my mates. McDonald's. Aye. And then I and then I went and picked one of my mates up who I'd been with and the night before. And I took him to get his car from down where we left it, um, down the weather spoons. He he couldn't even believe I was driving. I was like, yeah, I was like, mate, I shouldn't be. <laughs> no, but I mean there is a couple of topics though I wanted to, to kind of go over as well. Um because cause I find every week we sit sometimes we do this podcast and I'm like, ah. Oh. We just kind of talked about like just random shit and like I was like oh there's there's loads of stuff I was like oh no like during the week we're like save it for the podcast save it for the podcast and we'll talk about this and then we'll never do but yeah um, I know Vince you wanted to kind of talk about Batman and um Ben Affleck has officially kind of come out now and said he's not gonna uh, dom the cowl and I know you kind of wanted to, to to go over who you think should be on it and stuff and who who should be the new Batman. Well, it's already been ruined, like, so I said I, I wanted Army Hammer to be it. And I was going to be like, oh, this is going to be, like, a, a really, like, uh, out there sort of pick. Because, obviously, he was cast <clears throat> when they were going to do one in, like, what was it? 2009. Was it the Justice League thing? Yeah, yeah, oh, they were going to do... It was going to be called, like, Justice League Beyond or something like that. Aye. Uh, have, um, um, have you ever seen a still of that where, like, it showed, like, the costumes that were designed? Aye, aye. Weird. Aye, aye. But obviously, Army Hammer was cast as Batman for that. And everyone was like, oh, what the fuck? But now he's actually came in to be, like, a fucking amazing actor. Like, I don't think I've seen him in, like, a bad role. Obviously, there was, I haven't seen this one, but there was all the Oscar buzz about the one. Um, Call Me By Your Name. Called what? It was Call Me By Your Name. Okay. Um, there was loads of Oscar buzz around that that he was in, but I've only like seen him in comedic roles, which he does mm. like really well. But he does like sort of, I think he could do like sort of a smarmy Bruce Wayne really well, sort of like a charming but sort of smarmy Bruce Wayne. I think he could do fantastic work. 
He's quite charming but, um, in real life as well, isn't he? Like, if you've yeah. ever, like, seen interviews. No. But then, obviously, the latest thing is, the latest rumours are that he's in final discussion for it anyway, so obviously people see the same way as me. Is that who, uh, is that who you think, like, because they're going to do a younger Batman, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, I think he would do it really well. Obviously, there's only one. Re- only there's only real one, one real Batman. That's Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yep. Ah, uh, he he's probably the best. Uh, you know, if if you close your eyes and imagine Batman talking, it, it is Kevin Conroy. I'm um, I'm just watching all like the animated series back through and stuff, and that, that honest to God, like, do you know? Like, I know um. Like the new DCU and stuff, kind of. Do you think it's fell through? Is that it? Are they done with it? No, they've sacked it off now. This thing, they're just going to take it one film at a time now. So Wonder Woman now is not going to sort of come into anything like Aquaman sequels, Aquaman sequel, that's it. Yeah, well, I think they probably might do, but they'll just go with it. They're not going to try and shoehorn it in to link everything up together. Like if they find a good spot where it'd be like, oh, she can make a funny cameo here, or she could have like a good cameo here, then they might do it. But uh, they're not aiming for that. Like they're not going to make problem. Do you think? Do you think? Do you know how Marvel was more well established? And honestly, open and honestly, I've only seen the Avengers first one. I've seen Black Panther, and I think I've seen all the Thor films. And other than that, I've I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Other than that, I'm not that up to date. But like Marvel films are well established. Do you think they've like tried too hard to sort of? Like mimic that, and rather than like, not even so much mimic it. I think what they did was the opposite. Like they were like, oh well, Marvel's made all these individual films that lead up to uh, like a collective sort of thing. Because obviously, had like the Iron Man, they had the Thor, and the Captain America, and then that made up the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of went the other way. So they've gone like, oh, we'll do um superman and then we're like oh actually we're going to do batman versus superman but then we're going to have wonder woman and then we're going to have um nods to flash and stuff so they've just tried to incorporate everyone and sort of one film sort of thing and then go off onto spin-off ones with each individual character so they've started with like the top of the umbrella leading down whereas uh, yeah. marvel sort of started like at each point the umbrella led up into it do you think it's called uh, like i don't know if like um like superhero films, like I know it's like the in thing. Like superhero films yeah. seem to be like the sort of action films from like the eighties and like yeah. even in like the noughties you had like rom coms. Now it's superhero films. Do you think it's the, maybe it's the like shit where we've only got like this window of opportunity to so, like strike while that like the you no know, the anvil's hot or whatever? Do you think? Yeah, I think one of the main things is as well is that I know he's a brilliant writer and stuff, but is it um. Who did they have in charge of it? Was it Jeff Loeb? Which one? Was it Jeff Loeb who they had in charge of everything? Ah, no, I don't. I think Jeff Loeb's working for Marvel now. Um, I might be completely wrong. I think Jeff Loeb... Wait. Well, um... it, was who, it, it was whoever was overseeing it all. I feel... Um, mm. He wasn't giving people enough freedom. He was like, no, the, the sort of had they sort of had an idea in their head too much of like the long game so it was like well you can't do this because this has got a time to this and this has got a time to this sort of thing 
mm-hmm. and then they were just like right so this has got to hit these certain beats and then just not really letting the directors have any sort of say in it do you think finishes... as well if um do you, i know you hear it all the time and like you see it on the internet i don't know if you've ever seen it Mel. have you seen like the thing for like um like give us the snyder cut no yeah. No, well, apparently Zack Snyder had like nigh on a cut of um, Justice League, um, before before like obviously he had to like step down for like personal reasons and stuff. And Joss Whedon took over. Yeah, jo- but Joss Whedon was like responsible kind of for the Marvel universe anyway, wasn't he? Like, it, it's not yeah. like I don't like it's not done him any harm. But do you, do you think if we got the Snyder cut and he was able to tell his story, it would have made any difference? Or do you think people were already kind of out on it? Or do you think there even is a Snyder cut? Nah, I'm not even sure if there will be a Snyder cut. Nah. I don't know. But it's weird for me, though, because on screen, and I, I still say this to this day, like uh, me and you went and seen Batman versus Superman. And can, yeah. can you remember like how buzzing we were when we left the cinema? I was like, oh my yeah, god, no. fucking because like you know the the Batman scene where where him and Clark kind of make amends and they realize they've got to work together and he goes to and he, and he goes to collect like um Clark's mom. Yeah. He goes to collect Martha. Hey, and like and he, it's in that I uh, why'd you say that name? And, and it's in the warehouse, like the soundtrack and everything. It was it that was the best Batman on screen I think we'll ever get. Hey. It was like the Arkham games, but like, I think, but you don't know how much of it was actually like a stuntman as well, but, but unbelievable, like just that absolute, like, t- he's like a tank and a brute. Like, there's a bit where he turns around, someone actually like shoots him in the head, doesn't it? And he like, oh, and he gets up and he like fucking starts like fighting it. I remember being like, what? But this is like nothing we've seen. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you can see the qualities there. Like, they had not, but they had like a real opportunity with them. Uh, like with Batfleck and stuff and it's sort of like they, they sort of blow it they have the stuff there and they're just like oh we'll just fuck yeah. it off there was none of that Justice League exactly in Justice League they was just like completely rewritten his character to be a sort of cheerfully jokey sort of guy uh, I hated that in um, in Batman vs Superman he's like my Robin's died I'm uh, all broody I hate everyone brah, brah, brah. and then it's all like yeah let's go save Superman yo what's up hey look you like a fish a man that talks to fish uh, yeah I'm rich well, do you know where he gets up and he's like oh, oh something's definitely bleeding and I remember being like oh that's that's not like that's not the Bruce Wayne we've had in the last film but I kind of get as well that he's that like, he's turned a corner hasn't he he's turned like, and he's sort of like um, accepted that like he needs help and he needs like humanity and stuff but I don't know I, I, I think we bought it have you seen Justice League Bill? yeah yeah were you of the same mindset where you like, that is just absolutely like one of the worst films I've ever seen yeah I mean I, I like the, um, the bits of the Flash and that because I've been watching the series but uh, I, I, I quite like the Flash yeah but that's another thing as well. I think is it Ezra Ezra Miller? Yeah, Ezra Miller. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a fantastic actor. But why didn't they just get Grant um, Grant Gustin? Is that what he's called? Yeah, Man. Grant Gustin. Yeah, from uh, the series. Why did they yeah. just fucking get him to play him? Well, that was the big fucking drama, wasn't it? Because um, he was announced like just after the first season of Flash had premiered, 
yeah. it was even Steve, Stephen Amell called him out for it. He was like, look, you, you've just released The Flash and you've been like, oh, Grant Gustin's The Flash. Then you've turned around and go, oh, no, actually we recast The Flash for the film. Yeah. And it's like, it was just a bit disrespectful, like. Because to me, but, um, I, I, I always think that those universes could have coincided. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think they just got it all wrong. Like I, I haven't watched. I've watched season one of the Flash. I haven't watched any of DC Legends of Tomorrow. I've seen the odd episode when it's been on TV, and I just haven't flicked over. And I, I haven't watched Arrow. Probably for about four years. Yeah, but they do like crossovers from like yeah, Arrow and it's Super, the um, Supergirl. Supergirl yeah. yeah. So do you, do you do you still watch all that, Mill? Um, I've not seen the last few episodes, but I'm up. Like nearly up to date like, with the flash. Relatively up to date. Aye. And is it is it still good. good? Yeah, it's kinda good like. I watched um on I think the last season of the Flash Arsenal was when they did the Flashpoint. Yeah. And I think that's the last season of Flash Arsenal. Last season of Arrow. Can't even remember. But it was a See, while ago. And then I, I watched the I first couple watched... of seasons of Legends. And then I stopped watching that. I've How watched many like seasons of Legends, is there? I want to say four. Is it up season four now? I haven't really watched it much. That would make you know, sense because I, I think I'm about four years behind all that stuff. Hmm. I liked Arrow, mate. It was just at the time, me and her had a set night for each show. Yeah. But sometimes I find, I don't know what, I find that, you know, like sometimes you're like, oh, I want a bit of spontaneity. It's just like kind of like saying, oh, I've penciled you in for coitus on Friday, missionary. <laughs> no, like, so, sometimes you just want to hear that door slam and you just want to feel a finger slide up your ass, don't you? Like, that's what you, you know, what I mean? sometimes that's what you need. Yeah. Sure. I, I'm sure. I'm fucking damn sure. <laughs> but um, did you see that Batgirl was in? Flash, like in this series, they've like crossed over to like Gotham and that. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't I, 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 she got her own season. I think they're bringing one out. I think. Yeah, they are. Um, I didn't oh, watch this crossover. What? what? So is she from Gotham, like the TV show? No, no. All oh, right. See, I thought you were saying there that Gotham was it's, now um, feeding into. No, it's like, like it's set in Gotham, but um, it's like Batman's disappeared, so she's like running the whole like Wayne Enterprise thing. See, I, I would just love for them to come out and do something that, like, where everything sort of, like, coincided, where, like, like if you were in the cinema and there was, like, a secret scene and Stephen Amell came on as, like, Green Arrow, you'd fucking buzz, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, something like that, you'd be like, oh, my fucking God, because, like, he is Green Arrow, he's, he's brilliant at him. But I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know where. I, I sometimes, like, think cinema's at a funny time. Right, that's what I mean. I just think DC just sort of dropped the ball. They have all these amazing characters, but they're just too set, and they're not they're not willing to like move over and be like, "Oh, actually, we might have made a mistake." Yeah, they're just like, "Yeah, we're just sticking with this sort of theme," mm-hmm. instead of just listening to what the fans want, which I know isn't always the best option to do. But I think they just sort of blew it. So, what would you say? Like, is the problem with it? Is it the right now? Is it like the production of it, or? I think I think it's the stories they've chosen to tell. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think the business side of stuff's been too involved. I think they should just do what like Marvel did with um, James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy, where they just got like a fanboy just to fly with it. Like, 
Yeah, like, no, imagine got, if they got rid of him now. <laughs> imagine if there was like, yeah, Scott Snyder, right with a Batman story, and then just get someone who like really wants to direct a Batman film, like in, and just being like, yeah, just sure, go mm. with it. See, because Marvel's apparently very. Um, I've heard apparently if you shoot a Marvel film, it's yeah. quite like being a um, like a guest director on a TV yeah. show. Like you turn up and the storyboards are done. And they say, right, this is what it has to look like this because it has to fit into every other single... You know, like, they've got like a sort of Marvel tone, haven't they? Yeah, yeah where that's every what... film kind of looks the same. But that's why that's why I'd get right left, wasn't it? Yeah. Because he got really, really far into Ant-Man and they were just trying to like stifle him and he was like, fuck off. Like, I want to tell my own story. Yeah, but I think if you, if you watch Ant-Man, you can see a lot of him in like the dialogue and stuff. I, I've never seen Ant-Man. I've watched the first five minutes once when I was pissed and was like, oh, fuck, I'll watch this tomorrow when I'm, like, proper fine to watch it and I never got around to watching it. Ah, that's, that's good. Uh, it's, I the haven't first seen one's that many Marvel films. Uh, Again, I watched Thor Ragnarok because I hadn't seen the second and third or whatever Avengers. I was just like, what the fuck has happened here? But that was a, that was a really, really good film. Yeah. Because yeah, the end of uh, the second one, like, the Hulk goes missing and then... Uh, I see, I didn't know anything about it. I just kind of, I watched it one night at home. Go on. I just want to say again what people say about like Marvel, like really like pushing down on directors and stuff. Like I think you can see loads of the director of Thor in that. So obviously that's that's the guy who did like Flight of the Concords and like um, what we do in the shadows and stuff. And you can still see like a lot of his humour in that. Oh. I'm not even, even going to try and pronounce his name. Nah, I love him. Do you know, like, where it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I'm made of rock, but uh, don't oh, be yeah. afraid, unless you're made of scissors. That's a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you. Like, I just, <laughs> you know, like, dialogue like that, you're like, what the fuck yeah. is that? Brilliant. Wasn't well, that, that um, Murray Hewitt from Concords as well? Who played I'm that not sure. No, sure it's, a direct, it's the director, Taiaki Wata. Is it? Oh, is that oh my god the hammer pulled you off and i was just like in this i was like ah! like not in the sound like watching it at home i was like this is fucking brilliant i was like this is really like that like i but i haven't seen any of the marvel film i've only seen a few where like i've been like what the fuck they're proper i, I think guardians of the galaxy is quite like that but i think um thor ragnarok and guardians of the galaxy really are quite like on the same sort of level in terms of like tone yeah well, I mean, that's um, what I mean. They they got directors who have their very own sort of feel, and you can really see um, their imprint on it. Um, no, definitely. Whereas, plus, I don't know, um, I think... Um, I think that the jokes in Guardians 1, um, the cast had their input on, like, the jokes and stuff. Oh, I, I, that that's... Honestly, like, I, I went to see that at the pictures, and I wasn't expecting much. I left, and I was like, I have never, ever seen a film where, like, I was like... Do you know, normally when you go and see a film, and it oh, it was all right. But I was like, yeah. "Fuck me!" I walked out that say, that film. I was like, "Who the fuck wrote that script?" I was like, "That script was phenomenal." Yeah. I was like, "Like the the soundtrack was brilliant, but like the dialogue and how it was delivered, you know, like, it was like, oh, nothing could go over my head. I'm too fast. My reflexes are too fast." Or <laughs> yeah. I, was like, like, I know it's just like stupid shit, but I was like, "Oh, that that's like so good." Like you just need stuff like that sometimes in a film to like sort of like alleviate tension or, or you know like. Just, just to get it, like to get a laugh. But I think, um, like the dark, I, I, we're going off tangent, but the Dark Knight trilogy had moments like that, you know, where like, you know, where, um, like in the second one where um, Alfred and like Bruce, Bruce are like arguing over who was going to go to jail, like who that who was helping who. 
there are just little bits like you need humor but yeah. i think in in the dc films like that i've seen it, it just feels too kind of like contrived like you're like oh i don't i don't believe it yeah but that's how like um heath ledger like when they were clapping in the prison and then he was clapping as well like it wasn't scripted but yeah it's like ad-lib hi but he, he played the character so well so just did no, what like oh, came naturally. again like uh, well apparently he came up with that character like near enough entirely himself like he'd seen he apparently went and asked to be the joker yeah like before the script was even done or anything because he'd watched he'd like said that he never like he never wanted to do a superhero film but then he saw Batman Begins, and then he came up with this idea of the Joker, and he apparently already had it pretty much fully hashed out. And he actually like proposed this version of the Joker. Have you ever seen the person who he apparently, it's never been confirmed, who he based the voice on? Oh, yeah, fuck, I can't it's like, a, it's like a Western singer or something, isn't he? And he's like doing an interview, and it's absolutely proper scary because it just sounds like Heath Ledger's Joker doing an interview. Yeah. I can't remember who it is now. I, I remember just seeing it like, and, and I was like, oh, fucking hell, that's creepy, that. No, but um, another thing with like DC is, you know, Suicide Squad? Yeah. Apparently that is like a film that had, like, the, the, well, there's meant to be that much footage shot because the, the actual, um, like, Warner Brothers intervened with it that much that there's meant yeah. to be different films. Like that Appar- actually been made. No, they were saying like well apparently um Gerard Letters came out himself and said that they could have made an entire Joker and Harley film just on like leftover yeah, footage. That was footage. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. He he was disappointed with that as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well he he came on thinking that he was gonna have this like main role in this film and he was gonna be like the main villain. He gets like what, maybe four or five decent size scenes at right. the most. And I, I didn't like him as the Joker. I thought it was an interesting take. Like, I think if we'd seen like the full extent, then it might have been a bit more interesting. I was than what say, I was. Yeah, but I was going to say that, but I, I don't necessarily think it's his fault. I, 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 I still think it lies with like the, um, the director. But I thought would have been very. I like the fan theory that he was actually a second Joker, that he was actually Jason Todd that had been manipulated by the Joker, and that's why he was so different to what the Joker actually was. And I think mm. that would have been a really interesting take on like. The actual Joker. So, like, that's that's why you know, you know in uh, Batman vs Superman, how it was spray painted jokes on you and stuff like that. Yeah. And then obviously, the Ar- and then and then obviously, Arkham Knight played around with it a bit as well. Yeah. That sort of concept, and that that Joker that Jared Leto played was actually Jason Todd, because he would have been around about the right age, roughly, if you know what I mean. See, because um, he's like obviously a lot younger than what Batman's supposed to be. Like another kind of franchise that I, I know we've sort of like dipped in and talked about it as well. Who's done stuff like that? But um, Rogue One with Star Wars that was apparently the same. Like um, there was two. There was apparently like a few versions of that kicking about. Like, t- did you ever see the trailer for Rogue One? Where um, uh, she's like she's climbed the beacon at the end, and then there's like a tie fight that comes up behind her. Have you ever seen? Oh that? yeah. And then it's not in the final film, and then. Also, there's like footage of them running across the beach, and it's like, um, I don't know if it's at at or it's ATS. I think it is at 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 the time, and like I think ATS. I think there's ATSTs as well, like you know, like the little ones with like two legs, like shooting at them, and uh, and and there's like footage of them doing like running across there, and and that doesn't make it in. Well, uh, uh, 
Did you know there's a spoilers? There's a version of that where they all live. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. about to bring that Holy up. Film. Apparently, they shot two endings, and yeah. then um, because they didn't think Marvel was going to let them kill them off, and then apparently Marvel's just like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go for it." Did, yeah, um, Kath, Kathleen Kennedy. Basically, um, well, here's the thing. Do you know when you when you watch the Last Jedi? Yeah. And do you know when they're at the end, um, in like the Last Jedi stronghold? Do you know on the planet where they get, everything's red and like, but like the sand thing. The... Yeah, yeah. And the thing, and do you know if you, if you ever watch it back, there's um there's a character on it who hasn't got a helmet on, and he looks and goes and like and licks his finger, goes, "Oh, it's salt." And that that's Gareth Edwards, and apparently like got a got a role in that because Disney have kind of like owe it to him because of the way they handled Rogue One. He directed Rogue One. Um. Basically, do you know how Solo, like Lord Miller, were fired and it was took off them and um, what's he called? Um, oh God, uh, who? This who... Is so... Are you not talking about Solo? I'm talking about Solo. All oh, right, I thought you were talking about Rogue One. No, no, I am. But but like basically the same thing. What happened to Lord Miller happened to Gareth um, Gareth Edwards, but it happened so late in production that he he was pretty much told what to do, and so it. The film was took off him, creative control was took off him, I believe. And he was told what to film, what to shoot, and what film to make. So it really, like, it wasn't his film in the end. So do you think that that was the same for all of them? Or do you think it was just that? No, I think... Um, I wonder why I think... it's like it's like that for Marvel, but it's not, not like that for, like, Star Wars and stuff. No, I know. I don't know. But, like... I think J.J. Abrams got to tell his story, and I think Ryan um, Johnson definitely, definitely had free reign yeah. to, to tell his story. But I don't know why. I think the two spin-offs, which really are like world building, and could have, especially Solo, should have went off and built like a had, dawn criminal underground story. Yeah, and, yeah, had a lot but, more freedom. Yeah, yeah, but like the spin-offs could have had a lot more freedom than the actual it's main not, line It's one. not only that, but I but after the, the solo thing, Kathleen Kennedy, um there was rumors she was gonna get sacked and stuff or, or like have to step down. Cause um oh, man, I I might be wrong, but I believe there's like an interview with George Lucas or he's being quoted as saying when he he'd already spoke to Mark Hamill, Kerry Fisher, and um, Harrison Ford, and said, "Look, I'm writing like the next chapter." Yes. Um, like, are oh, you on board? And they were like, "Right, we're on board." And I think it was kind of like for funding. And um, Disney approached George Lucas and said, "Do you want to buy? It? Like, look, like we'll buy it." And he says, "Right, yeah, we'll buy it. It's like it's good to have like Disney money. Obviously, there's like Lucasfilm who'll do all the special effects, but like for something like." like this for Star Wars, like it's good to have. And he, he thought he was going to be, I, I don't think he thought he was going to direct them, but I think he thought he was going to be in the room brainstorming and like actually doing like a new story arc. And then yeah. what happened is he, he was told one thing and then I believe like Kathleen Kennedy and um, I can't remember who else it was, more or less like um, ostracized them. Yeah, like, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure he... Meetings. Yeah, there was meetings yeah, happening. I'm, I'm pretty sure him. he said he'd. I'm pretty sure he said that he'd like told them all the stuff that he thought should happen with the next talk, and they were just like, nah, fuck. Aye, aye. Basically, like they were just like, all oh, right, brilliant, and then like slowly but surely, I I don't think they ever like fired him. I think, but I think George Lucas was quoted as saying like, I knew that 
I, I might as well have not been in the room type of thing. They they bought it off him, told him yeah. that it was he was going to be involved, and then it was just sort of like them having their own conversation with him in the corner. So he just got pushed out. Pretty much, but but he he never knew that was going to happen. I wonder if it's like gotten to like because it's like his baby really in it, and then like well, I know he likes Rogue One. He's, he said he said he definitely liked Rogue One, and I know he said he liked The Force Awakens. Um, but I don't know about any of the others. There's rumors um, that he was that he's um, that he was advising JJ Abrams for the last one. Like there's well, rumors that hopefully, like because then it might actually salvage a bit of it, but. Oh. Because like, this it, is the it, thing I am. Um... Sorry, right. go on. No, you didn't. No, this is the thing I think as well. I, I know there's loads of hate on the Last Jedi as well, but I always think it's it's easy to like. I didn't hate the film, but it's not the Star Wars film I would have made. But I don't think that film properly makes sense until we see the third one. Do you know I what hope, I mean? I hope the third one's not just a total flop, though. Like, I hope it actually like ends it all, probably. No, I think it will, but I think there'll be a lot of stuff from The Last Jedi that really, like, sort of, like... Do you know, like, when you're like, oh, why did they... Like, I still don't get why they killed Phasma. I still don't get why they killed Snoke. But I think in the third one, you'll kind of be like, ah, right. Like, I, I hope, anyway. Maybe they thought there would be too much going on, like, to... Close them arcs off a bit of now. Yeah. But maybe it's all that... just a double bluff and then it's all gonna come back in the third one. Probably. Like I, I still I still think we'll find out something about Stoke in the third one. Yeah. Cause like he was meant to be more powerful than Palpatine, he was meant to be this and that, and it was just like, oh, I've been cutting half, you bastard, and just felt I I remember in the cinema I'd just be like, what the fuck? No fucking way. But that, that phone scene is still, I think it's one of the best scenes in the whole of Star Wars um, cinema, me. Yeah. It really is. Like, because you, you kind of think, oh, like it would be too easy to give away. But I don't know. I, I always hoped that, um, what I hoped was going to happen is that Ray was kind of a Skywalker. Um, and we still don't know. And that um, Ben Solo was obviously Ben Solo. And that, you know, like the kind of, um, I don't know what they're called in The Last Jedi, but you know, like the Theron gods, like the Red Gods. I always thought that they were like the Knights of Red. So, you know, like the the, the other Jedi Knights that Luke Skywalker was training up that um, that yeah. Kylo Ren done off with. I thought that's who them were. And I, I always thought there'd be a showdown between um, like kind of them and the Knights of Ren. But if that's that might, who they really are. might be in the third one though, because they weren't even in the second. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. We still haven't seen them, really. If that's yeah. the case, we've seen we've only seen them in like them. yeah, like glimpses. Flashback. Of... It's yeah. such a good concept, though. Like a group of like rogue Jedi's trained by Luke Skywalker. No, it's I think cool, it is. It's such a cool concept. Like whose concept was that? JJ Abrams' concept or Ryan Johnson's? What the Knights of Ren. Yeah, JJ Abrams mentioned in the is first it? one, isn't it? I think it was in the comics. Um, was it like the the story arcs that went off? Yeah, <laughs> like it's been um, running. Nah, see, I, I, when I left when I left the cinema, I what I thought was right. This is what's going to happen in the next film. I, I remember thinking like it's not the film I wanted. Like I I didn't like the handling of Luke Skywalker, but that's what I'm saying. We know he's definitely in the next one. We don't know what he's going to do in that. 
But um, I, I, st- I still would have rather had like, um, I thought we would have got something where Luke maybe's. T- <laughs> but we did, we did get something where like he turns up at the end and just shows his power and that like, he doesn't even wield a lightsaber. He just like fucking like force, you know, like just pick stuff up with the force and just push it. Like, I thought he was gonna. Like, I, I was duped me. I, I know his hair's different and stuff, but I was like, oh, he's going to turn up and he's literally just going to crush fucking like at with his bare hands, you know, from a distance and stuff. Yeah. I thought we're going to see this all-powerful look. But what we're seeing was slightly different. It was like a more sort of like, and he's, you know, he's still a recluse, but he's that powerful that, he, you know, if he does change his mind, he can't project himself. So we have seen like that power. It's just... But that's what I'm saying. I just wanted me cake and to eat it. Whereas Ryan Johnson, he gave, he gave us exactly what I wanted. He gave me the most powerful, like, in Star Wars, where have you seen a Jedi so powerful he can do that? Yeah, exactly. Maybe he didn't want to do, like, Luke actually going, because then it would have, like, detracted from the third film. No, exactly. They would have to kind of top that, so. Yeah. But he, even as a, um, even if he's a force ghost, I still think he's got, like, some sort of, even if it's um, going back to like you know Superman, you're like Russell Crowe and Superman, where it's like move to the left and do this, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, I, st- I would accept that. Definitely. But now, what I thought was going to happen is you know like when that kid who was like go go go, and in the end he moves the broom with the force. Yeah. I thought what's going to happen is it's going to be about 10, 15 years later. Ray started her Jedi school. And she's trained up all the maybe it's that kid that you've seen then, and it's going to be like Ray and her sort of new sort of like ten or twelve Jedi order against um, Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren, and we'll see like a like an, an another like sort of like massive battle. And I thought that that would be how they'd write Carrie Fisher out because it's fourteen years later she died. Yeah, she can't act in the new one, but apparently they're using footage from the Force Awakens. Not too sure how that'll work. Might just like CGI then how they did um Leia and the Rogue General. One. So, yeah. I don't know. I hope so. But well, I, I don't hope so. I hope what they've got is like footage that actually works. Yeah. But I don't know, like, like where do you think it like from here, where do you think it can go? It's hard to say, like in it. Because uh, JJ could take it anywhere, really. Yeah. Like, um, he, could, he could have Kylo turn to the light side and him, like him and Rey fight the Knights of Ren. Or... I think either way, I think Kylo Ren dies. Yeah. But, but I think, do you think they just go with the codes of conventions of Star Wars and have like him sort of, at the last minute, turn <clears> to <throat> the good side but die? I don't know, because nah. people, people might compare it too much to uh, Return of the Jedi and just say like, See, oh, we have that off kind of thing. I think the whole theme has been that neither is as good as the other. So I think it's going to depend on sort of like going towards a grey path sort of thing. I think they're going yeah. to end up a line at some point, but maybe not for the most obvious reasons. I See, I, I, but then if that's the thing and then they, they accept like, you know, like, oh, like Kylo, Kylo Ren and Ray, Ray or whatever, and then they become a thing. I, I, I can't see any end to that where you walk out the pictures with, like, a, like satisfaction. Like satisfaction? Nah. Yeah. Nah, I, I, because you just be like, oh, well, he was evil, he was there. Like, I think 
to, to make it like hard hitting, I think there's got to be like that sort of tragedy where they have to make you like in, in the last moment, you know, like even if it's him, turn at the light side, like they come in like Ben Solo again, screaming how sorry he is for killing Han Solo. And then you have like that empathetic moment with him and you think, yeah. fucking hell, like that bloke has killed his dad. And you, you like think about that. And then he goes and like does some sort of like greater sacrifice for the, you know, but, but that's what Darth Vader is, isn't it? Yeah. But to, to walk out the cinema and think like that three act story is finished. That's what you, you can't have them two just like sitting standing at a ceremony and be like, oh, well, everything's all right. Nah, that has to be like a... He has to die. Yeah. But but really, I asked, honestly, I know people will boot off, but I think there's certain codes and conventions in Star Wars that have to be followed. And I think he has to have that redemption bit. And then I think he, he has to have that bit where you think, right, we're with you now. The bit like in the throne room, where like, you know, where she she's like, Ben, and she chucks on the lightsaber and he fucking ignites it. It goes in that guy's head. And you're yeah. like, fuck, man, these are like, you know, you're with him in that moment. Like he's, he's you know, he's on your team. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, let the past die. And then you're like, oh, fuck, he's gone uber evil. Well, you see glimpses of it, like when they're on the talk. And he's kind no, of like ah, you do, half ah. a... And you just, you, you don't know though, do you? I think... Like, do you think um, do you think Ray's going to turn into a grey Jedi as well? Like, because that hasn't really been that. I don't know. Like, you think, well, what's really like... Like, like Vince says... They really run the risk at the moment of it just being like the last, the last, um, the return of the Jedi. Yeah. Where, like, she's like, no, there is still good in you, but then, like, who's the greater power? Do you know what I mean? And then, and then, um, Kylo Ren turns good at the end. And then there you go, everything's happy again. Yeah. But then there's like, <laughs> like, because Princess Leia, I think Princess Leia has to die in this as well. I think there's, there's got to be something where she gets a bit of a send off. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's, there's enough, like, I don't know, unless she has just a cameo in this, or unless, like you say, she has like a full CGI. I don't think narratively you can actually kill her off or give her a big part. True. I can't see there being enough footage. If you think about if you think about a, um, her part in the um, what was the um, the Force Awakens, she only comes through for the last act, and then she's like kind of there for like the final assault on um, on like the new Death Star. So there can't there can't be like footage of her where she's suddenly running, fighting, you know, like unless it's like um, just like scenes that weren't used, kind of thing. I but the only scenes that weren't used could pop could only be through like characters that were kind of in the same scenario back then. Yeah. That they like all those characters have, are in it. Like Finn's kind of fell in love with Rose. He's 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 done in Phasma. He's kind of really like brought the shackles of who he was. Um obviously uh, Ray is completely different. She's like the, the, kind of the last Jedi now at this point. She's learned all she can from Luke. She's found Luke Skywalker. Han Solo's dead. Like, so anybody who Leia maybe's reacted with in that scene, yeah. whoever's acting with her on the other side of the cameras, you know, like their circumstances have changed now. Yeah, they're, they're not their, their character anymore. Nah, that's so th that, that's my only concern. Yeah. True, but um, Ray could 
well, Ray could be the last Jedi, or she could be the first Grey Jedi and use their. She could be like both dark and light because that's in the comics. I see that would be an interesting to to sort of go down, but it's just whether the audience would accept it, or if they would understand it. If she's like using lightning, they'd be like, "Oh, she's like a Sith now or something." <laughs> <laughs> she just flicks between. I know. Two two minutes. I will be back. Are you still on, Vince? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll they could always two. do something like where it might be, um, like maybe even Ray dies. Yeah. And then that pushes Kylo. To become like a great Jedi. I know, I was thinking that, like, because it would be un- unexpected if Ray dies. Yeah. And then it could like, just, you could just go ape shit and then fuck people up. Yeah. And then, he, and then he chooses to lead the path neither in the light or the dark. Yeah. That'd be good. I hope they don't try and make Finn like a important character. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Like, he was in the first film a bit, but... I thought it would have been interesting if they just went with the fan theories that him and Poe ended up together, like. Alright. <laughs> Unless, like... I don't know. Because Poe's just a good pilot. Can't see him, like, using the lightsaber or no. <laughs> but then, how, how could Finn use a lightsaber when he's not trained? Like, he just picks it up and, like... No, I'm not saying that. I mean, shipping, I mean shipping them. I mean shipping them. I'm in a relationship. Right. Shipping them. Like I, I, oh. I don't. I don't like how he ended up with Rose. Like I think he should have ended up with Poe. And then uh, that was a more interesting story arc that was going. It was just like she came out of nowhere, and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, she was just written in for him, kind of thing. Yeah, it's like she she ruined his sacrifice. He was she was trying to be all selfless, and that, then she ruined it. Yeah. It does it does seem like she's written in the story at last minute. Who's this? Rose. I like it, you know. She got shit, but I, I think it was unnecessary. No, I don't have anything about her as an actor or anything. I just mean them. Like, character-wise. Seemed a bit pointless. But, do you not think that whole sort of... I, I, sorry, I've just nipped away, so I don't know what you were talking But the whole um, Canto Bite bit was, like, unnecessary. What's that? Like the casino. Going, yeah, yeah. Where they go nah. to the casino. Nah, yeah. that 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 was just that was just Ryan Johnson, or he just wanted to. No, he just I, fell I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted he wanted a cool scene, like so he made a cool scene. Yeah, I think that that was as close to the prequels, I think, as as we've ever got. In terms of like weird CGI and kind of like, oh, I'm not too sure about this. Yeah, but I don't know. Isn't um. Isn't at this point as well, isn't uh, Ray's, well, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber um, smashed in half? Yeah. All right, so I wonder so, yeah, gonna... she, she might build one, though, because that's uh, part of being ever, a Jedi. Isn't it? Have you ever seen, I don't know where I heard this, but do you know, like, how the, can you remember in the, in the prequels, how, like, Mace Windu had, like, a purple sword? Yeah. Well, apparently, fucking Samuel L. Jackson wanted something that made him cool and to stand out from the rest. Yeah. But um, apparently now it's something to do with like the actual Kyber crystals. Like it's like a um. So what color? What color lightsaber you actually end up with is like it's like an organic thing. So it's not oh. just like oh you get this if you're like this. It's like it's like actually how you are with the Force. How the Kyber crystals um react to yourself when you build it. All right. 
right? If you uh, that's that's in the um, it's been in books. It's I can't remember what book it was in, but the book was like canon. Um, but it's never sort of been explained in the movies. I, I don't know if it ever will be touched in the movies. But if you if you Google that, like I'm, that's like a thing as well. That's quite interesting. So just when you were saying, like you know about um, but like lightsaber, I was like, imagine that if like through that you ended like with like a grey lightsaber. Well, like a pink one. Imagine that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really fucking hell. <laughs> This beam, well, there is, this... there is there is black lightsabers in it. Ah, uh, the Mandalorian yeah. sword from the um, Did you ever watch Star Wars Rebels? No. No. I uh, well, that's that's in there. There was like a um, like there was a weapon that was used by like the Mandalorian, and there that that was like a black lightsaber. Might be in the that's film like... though, if they're making a the film. Ah, uh, well, the Mandalorian. Well, they make the series. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. John, oh, I was John the series. Fair, yeah, John, John Favreau. Yeah. For um. It's for Disney streaming service as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's taking place kind of on like Tatooine and stuff. Wait, it, it looks like kind of Mos Eisley, doesn't it? And the stills that you see. Yeah. But nah, honestly, like Star Wars, it's one of those things. I think I know my biggest, um, like obviously, it, I've I've got no regrets about it because I've not lost money or anything like that. But you've maybe lost stories that would have been told. On the on the big screen, um, my biggest sort of gripe is that through people feeling like they got burned by the Last Jedi, they never went to see Solo, which is a good film. And through that, like Solo, uh, has everybody seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo was meant to build on to, to you know, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? It was meant to build on to more, and apparently, um, Aiden, whatever he's called, it signed on to do like a three film deal. Yeah. It was meant to be like a Han Solo sort of spin-off and then it was going to be the Criminal Underground. Because of that, and no one went to see Solo, we're not going to get those stories. But I didn't think Solo was that good. I thought it was an alright film, but it wasn't. It could it could not have had the Star Wars name on it and it will st- still would have been the same film. See, I think it, I think it was good. Um, so, yeah, but that... see, I, I, th- I... The Kessel, I know what you're saying, the, the Kessel Run bit was a bit disappointing. Not even so much that, but the same way as what they do in Hollywood, which is like how Die Hard 4 was made and stuff, how it was a completely different script. And then they did, and then they were like, oh, we'll put Bruce Willis in it and make it Die Hard 4. To like have sort of the name tagged on it. It sort of felt like that, even though obviously it was written to be solo. Like it didn't have to be a Star Wars related film at all. Like there wasn't enough Star Wars in it to make it Star Wars. There was loads of like fan service in it as well. Like um, like doing a bit with them. I do you know when um, oh, I can't remember what she's called in it now, but it's um, what's the um the the black woman called who you know who died on the bridge? Um, Natalie, somebody or Uma. There's a bit where she she's doing something, uh, and they're like, oh, why didn't we just get Bosk to take this job? And I was like, oh, fucking hell, that's wicked because Bosk's off. Um, do you know, do you know who he is? No. Um, Honestly, I only know because it was one of the only Star Wars figures I had when I was little. He's off Empire Strikes Back. And then, do you know when Darth Vader is basically he's looking to get Han Solo and he's looking to kind of capture the Rebellion, the Millennium Falcon. He's got like um, Boba Fett, he's got Bosk, and he's got like a couple of other um, bounty hunters. And Bosk's oh, yeah. the one whose claws are hanging over the top and he's wearing a yellow suit. Oh, yeah. There's a good thing about that. That suit's actually, um, it's the same suit from 2001 Space Odyssey, just without the helmet and the feet. They just literally dyed it yellow at the last second and put it on a um, lizard. 
men. <laughs> but uh, but like someone like that who's like he's had sort of like stories in the comics and stuff. And he's like a really like I had a figure of him, and I was always like, oh, this figure's mint. If you Google Bosk, like you'll actually probably find out a bit about him. I was like, fucking hell! Like we've never even heard of like this character since like the um, since Empire Strikes Back. So there was like a, a big good bit of like fan service and stuff, but I know what you say. That there's a lot of stuff where I was like, "Oh, I'm not, too, I'm not too sure, man." It just seemed like a pretty generic sci-fi to me, and I don't particularly like his version of uh, Han either. No, See, I, don't I don't think he really got it. But then even from yeah. Cast, I was like, he's not Han Solo to me at all. Like. It is hard though, isn't it, to go and play like an icon? Yeah. It's like it's like somebody else now trying to play Luke Skywalker. Um, but th- then again, I think um, you McGregor did a good job. Well, like Obi-Wan oh, and... definitely, I definitely. Uh, like... I think you've just got to accept sometimes that, like in this story, that's who that is, and this is their part in it, and you just yeah go with it. Because even even like when they made you McGregor look older, he didn't look like Alec McGuinness. No, but like he kind of portrayed him, kind of thing. I, some, I don't know. Ways. I know there was like that hello there, you know, like where like yeah, yeah. McGregor kind of does that and there's certain traits, but you would never sort of go like, oh my God, he's took on Alec Guinness. Like he's, no, just, no. he's done his own thing. So yeah, it can go as a fan. You can have it one or two ways. It can die with the actors who created it and then you can have your stories and love it. Or yeah. it can continue and you can think, well, these people are going to play their parts now. Yeah. Donald, Donald Glover was meant in it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely fucking amazing. The, the only bit I didn't like was him. Is it R2? Oh, no, what? sorry. Fucking hell. No, R2, R2's um, R2, well, R2's R2. R2's R2. Um, no, what, what's, there was like a really sassy droid. I've only seen it once. There's only like, there's like a really sassy droid in it. And then, yeah. and, and you're L- um, is it L3? Then, L3, sorry. I was like, it's definitely a button that's on a fucking PlayStation pad. Like, <laughs> I, like, I just Googled that, it. That's like, Is that what it is? They haven't been very uh-huh. original. And, and then, it's insinuated that they're like, you know, I, and she's, and the thing is, like, um, Khaleesi's like, does that work? And she's like, trust me, it works. Amelia Am- Clark, Amelia <laughs> Clark, I, and I remember being in the cinema and being like, eh, like, no way, you've just more or less like said that like Lando's like shagging your ST slot. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, I know it's like, polit- it's 2019 and there's certain things that, you know, like people want to make like political sort of um, standpoints on like, you know, like sexual whatever preference, but I, I don't think there's a place for it in Star Wars. No. And that, I don't want to sound like Trump when I say that, but I just think, like any sort of gender or any sort of preference, I, I don't think it has a like. Well, or, that, or, that, or that would be like um, that would be like someone bumming R two back in the day or something. Be like, I, like Han Solo, <laughs> just like fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the gar- the garbage shoots about to close, and Han Solo is getting his last bit off with a bit of pipe. He's <laughs> <laughs> like. R2, oh. extend your spark plug. Oh. C3PO's like, oh my god, they're dying! Really, we didn't know they were all orgasming, just shagging bits of metal. <laughs> R2, they're dying! R2! <laughs> when they're all celebrating. When they're all celebrating. Really, it's like, no, that's just um, Han Solo having a screaming orgasm into a fucking pipe. <laughs> you get involved there, big eye creature. I <laughs> know. Uh... You got any tentacles it, under that trash? Uh, it's just, 
I imagine that the tentacle just sticks up Luke Skywalker's arse and he's like, oh, what we didn't realize in that close up of the Wookiee going, oh, was he was getting fucking an absolute pipe off off that thing with the eye. I think that's no, a, a, like a Japanese version of the film. Uh, <laughs> fucking Japanese technical porn. Oh, <laughs> no, but you just, I don't know, like Star, Star Wars, I, I always think Star Wars is not a, um, it's not really a place for it, uh, but I, I don't want to be, you know, obviously it's 2019 and like you can be, apparently there's 32 fucking genders and shit, but. I thought we weren't going to go into this stuff. No, no, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. But I just think in Star Wars, I don't know, I don't know if, um, if like, if if you should incorporate that. It's base. It's literally a world where like aliens, humans, and robots live side by side. If there's any sort of genre that can make it acceptable, then that's it. Like, mm, I get it. I mean, I wasn't outraged. I was just a bit like, ah, was it like, was it? Ne- I don't know. Was it necessary? But but like you say, I don't know if that's like. I yeah, really like lost. a lot of a lot of reviews said that, and like a lot of people on YouTube. So it was kind of yeah. like. I thought that was sketchy. As I was saying before, though, I still think Poe and Finn should have ended up together. Poe and Finn. Yeah. Fuck! I that would have been the best love story ever. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Giving each other reach rounds in the fucking Tie Fighter before it fucking crashes and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Paul, okay? I'm gonna touch your dick now, Finn. <laughs> when they when they fucking escape. Good to meet you, buddy. You gotta pull it hard, Finn. You gotta pull uh, it hard. Hey, this isn't this isn't the steering wheel. Uh, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that organic? <laughs> nah, but um, I like the reveal at the end of Solo, though. Vapor. Do you know what's cool? It's um. Do you know? I know it's quite well known, but he's a good voice actor. Um. Do you know Sam? What's he called? Sam Thingy, who's from um. He's he's just he's the main character in Days Gone coming up. Yeah. From the Force Awakens, he did the voice, you know. Of who? Darth Maul. Darth Maul, yeah. So Ray, Ray Park acted him. And then he did the actual Darth Maul voice. Huh. Isn't that weird? The fact that you turn up and you play Darth Maul, a character you played um, twenty years, nearly twenty years prior, but for some reason you don't do the voice. And because isn't it Even the person you did, be older? Isn't it because he did the voice in um, like uh, Rebels and stuff? Yeah, no, I, I it's him who did the voice in Star Wars Rebels, so it's to sort of keep continu- continuity with that. Yeah. Have you ever seen that episode, Milne, in Star Wars Rebels? Uh, no, I don't think so. With Obi-Wan in the desert? I don't think I haven't really watched much of it. Fucking hell, mate. Honestly, uh, right, like, if there's one thing I, I would say from this is watch Star Wars Rebels. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's as good as anything in the Star Wars universe. I shall give it a watch. No, it, cause, but it has its... It, well, it ties the, um, the Clone Wars at the end of it into, like, the... Um, like a new hope, but it does it really, really well. There's a, um, there's a new show as well, The Resistance. Have you seen any of that? I watched the first episode. It's fucking shit. I I watched the first two. I couldn't stick. Have you have you seen it, Bone? No, I haven't seen it. 
really was it bad. like animated or yeah it's animated well rebels is animated it's like... but this has kind of got like a japanese sort of like manga no, oh, right. it's, like, it's not it's like fucking Dora the Explorer or something. Aye, it's like it's, hideous yeah, fuck. It's almost like cell shaded in it. Yeah. It's like really, but, really weird. But like the music's weird. The dialogue, it's it's just comp. Star Wars it's got Rebels, loads of like really yeah. annoying characters. Like aye, it's got like you know like ah like it's basically the it's just a show with Poe and and hundreds of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> it is the Winifans. Yeah. Every other character in it is just a jar jar being so you want to fucking turn off. Mesa depressed. Mesa ended all now, Annie. <laughs> I think we should call it, mate. How long has it been? Like two hours or something? An hour and a half. I think we spent oh. like 45 minutes talking about uh, Star Wars. Though. There's nothing wrong with that. I know. Well, no, it was DC and then Marvel and then Star Wars. So. Mm. Not too bad. Misa depressed. Misa depressed. <laughs> Misa gonna die. <laughs> this should make the Jar Jar trilogy. They should fucking literally, even if it was in like a comic and it wasn't canon, just say, yeah, there's the Jar Jar Bing story that George Lucas what Didn't George Lucas have it at the end where he was like one of the Sith, but there was just hell on? Well, Jar Jar no, was. Yeah? I think, I think that's just bullshit, mate. No, apparently it was like a real thing where, like, for for a while, George Lucas was saying, like, look, like, Jar Jar Binks is going to be like literally one of the Sith. He's going to turn out evil. That's why he's like, he's in, he's in with Padme. He's in with everybody. He's in with like the Senate. Like, he's played everybody into power, and he comes out and he's not what you think he is at all. But people are like, no, man, that won't work. I know in the comics, I know in the comics, it's given him a lightsaber very recently. Sorry. There's, I know there's a comic came out where he's got a lightsaber. Uh-huh. Um, there's loads of stuff come out. Um, do you know Ron Howard? Yeah. Ron Howard um, originally was off. George Lucas came up with the story for... Um, do, do you know the prequels? Yeah. Yeah. Well, George that's Lucas who, came up, that's who came directed up the Solo in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Ron Howard. But originally George Lucas approached Ron Howard and said, look, I want you to direct Star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace. And Ron Howard was like, fucking, nah, I'm not like rebooting Star Wars. And George Lucas, like, um, apparently a lot of the carry on that was like wrong with the prequels is he, like in George Lucas's mind, he was George Lucas and there was nobody there who could, who would turn around and say, oh, right, by the way, George, we think this or we think that, or, you know, like no one would oppose him. It was just kind of what George wanted. George got, um, yeah. and I only know this because there's a few, there's a few um, like Star Wars podcasts I listen to, and um, and apparently he didn't really want to actually direct any of those films. He wanted to make the arc and then actually like, give it to somebody to like run with and really bring to life. So he, he didn't. But no one was willing to touch it. Nah, and so it, it, he ended up making them. Not kind of like I don't think he didn't want to make them. I don't think he ever like thought he would be making them. I think he thought he'd be giving it like to the likes of like Ron Howard and stuff like that. Yeah. In, in, in another life, in another universe. Um oh, here's one for you. Are we still recording or not? Yeah. Um have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? Yeah. Have you heard of it, Milne? No. Google Swear. it after right? it'll ruin your life. So what 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 <laughs> colour C3PO's leg? 
What do you mean? So do you know C-3PO? Yeah. What colour are his legs? Silver. Silver. Well, he's got one silver, one, one gold one. Oh, well, you fucking ruined everything. You are the only people I've ever <laughs> known in my life. Everybody else goes, no, he's got two gold legs. And I'm always like, ha-ha, fools, he's got a silver leg. We live in an alternate dimension to what you think. No, basically, apparently, you know, um, they hit the head on or the hadron collider. Yeah. yeah. There's a um, there's a theoretical physicist out there, and he's this 13 year old kid that reckons when we um launch the hadron collider, we actually destroyed our universe and skipped to the closest relevant universe on like whatever timeline we exist on, and loads of things are different, and one of them was C3PO's leg. So, but it's 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 a genuine theory though. Uh-huh. Like, like there's things like re- it's called the Mandela effect because there's people because out there who've seen who Nelson, Mandela. Nelson Mandela died oh. in um, prison. I and they've seen his funeral and they watched it on telly. Um, there's there's loads of stuff like um, like do you know if you see mirror mirror on the wall? Yeah, it's actually magic mirror on the wall. But we all see mirror mirror on the wall. So is that why you get like deja vu in that? Aye. Um, once we get off this, I'll, I'll share a thing with you. And it's um, and it's this kid. He's um, he's this American kid. He's only thirteen, and he's that fucking brainy man. He he learned to make energy out of um radiation that's in the air from things that he bought in Walmart. Well, everything's like, got radiation, like. No, I know, but he learned. Like, he learned. He like he went to Walmart and actually like, created the contraption that used that energy to distribute it. Right, um, he's definitely going to get assassinated by someone. Uh, the, the government's going to like. That's that's what everybody said straight away. They're like, well, straight away, he's either going to fucking be be apparently assassinated, but really, he's in Russia, or he's just going to get assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's lo- there's loads of stuff that he was on about, like um. Like, honest to God, he, like, he was, like, showing his dad how to, like, count to infinity, but then, like, go past infinity. And then he's talking about, like, how many timelines exist. But, like, all of it's, like, theoretical. But when he, my mate told us about it when we were camping and we had no Wi-Fi. And he told us about all this. It was a clear night under the stars. And I went to my tent. I'm not even lying. I just lay in my tent. And I was like, look, I want to get off. I want, not like I want to have a wank or anything. Like that. I meant like, I'm... <laughs> just, just <to> get off. <laughs> I'm so turned on by all this. <laughs> I want to shoot now. I'm hard. Just <laughs> start unzipping his tent, but I'll tell me again about timelines. <laughs> uh, show me some shit. Stars, man. It'll blow your mind. Uh, eh? Yes, yeah, try more. acid, mate. It'll blow your mind. Uh, acid. It probably will. I think you said to try ASMRs, eh? What kind of weird camping experience? What kind of weird camping you on about, like? Uh, Whispering to each other, and right, just bareback mountain. <laughs> no, but but going back to the Mandela effect briefly, like um, I've experienced that a bit, um, because, like, I grew up thinking that Slash was dead. Like I was convinced Slash was dead. Like I and you that Slash was dead, and then I found out he wasn't dead. And it was exactly the same thing with uh, Bob Dylan as well. Like, I thought Bob Dylan was dead for years. I thought he was. Is he dead? No. Is he not? No. 
I thought he was dead, but I don't know why. I just I just thought you you know your classic rock stars are always dead unless you're Keith Richards. Like when you just don't hear from them for a while and it's like yeah. Aye. No, but, Boy, but I like gonna tell you the day. I was like, Great Scott. No, but I, I like I like knew he was dead, like not even just like oh like oh I just didn't realise he was alive. I like yeah had heard that he was dead. And like, you know, when you just know someone's dead, Aye. like I knew he was dead, but it turns out he's not at all. There's loads I basically that had that the same, loads I had the same thing with Slash. So Aye. so is it we we switched to like an, another Basically like, this lad this lad sits and he tells you how theoretically there's infinite timelines where there's infinite possibilities. Whereas we're all sitting here now in this timeline, whereas before the Hadron Collider, maybe one of us didn't exist. Maybe one of us was a woman. Maybe one of us had like so fish like scales. Parallel universes kind of thing. Yeah, basically I, and when we destroyed our universe, we went to the next, like basically, inst- his thingy is, you know how there's energy is energy and it can't be destroyed and it can only be redistributed. Yeah. So we destroyed our universe, but the energy from that universe has to go somewhere, so it physically has to jump to the next um, timeline. So that's what we've done, and that's why we're kind of here. But there's like um, sort of like rebounds from that and sort of like reverb from switching where like certain people feel different things. Um, But it's honestly, it's weird. Like you see, the way he was talking about it is like, oh, like we would never know because we just accept this as our reality and through time, we just like live in this like sort of day and time. But the, the like for all we know, we might have had like a, a kid in our last reality that hasn't somehow switched to this one, or you know, there's people who are well, maybe he's in the last one who are here now, or who you know, like vice versa. Yeah, it's. It, Dead, dead interesting, but at the same time, it's a proper mind. It's, Definitely it's not kind of... what you want to hear when you're camping under the stars with no Wi-Fi and someone just shatters your universe after a few. And, uh, it's kind of like then... that on the on the Flash, but it's like different Earths and stuff. No, no, I, I think that's kind of like I think um, Flashpoint, like where he, like uh... switches timelines and stuff. That that's quite interesting as well. But either Mandela effect. Um, should definitely look into I'll, that. Uh, I'll I'll have a look on YouTube, like because there'll be some stuff. Aye, but if yeah. you can find if you can find that kid who's sitting and talking about it, it just I think it's about thirty minutes long. There's like a video of him. And but he he uh, he didn't come up with the Mandela. No, no, he didn't. Come no, up but with he's it. just like describing he, it. He's a uh, sort of theoretical physicist who is looking into sort of like that field, really, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been um, Man Cave Beyond, episode three. It's been quite a long one, but we've just rambled on. What can you do? If you've enjoyed it, um, come again next week. We'll talk about more Carry On. If Andy can make it next week anyway. Yeah, if I don't don't get struck down with Hartlepool flu. Oh my God, we've witnessed a haunting. Can you go one podcast without talking about the human centipede? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you go to think, right, you, you're either out having a nice meal or you're the fucking back end of the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs>